0: Oh, whoa, good morning. Welcome, everyone. This is Coffee with Creators. This is 42 West 18th Street, Adorama itself. And this is Kesha Lampert. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> cool. Let's uh, before we get into that really quick, guys, I want to thank, boom, Flashpoint for sponsoring this. You guys know Flashpoint's the house brand here at Adorama. If you guys are looking to gear up and not go crazy on with a budget, check out the options. I think there's more options in that brand than any other. And it's all supported here at Adorama itself. You guys have seen it. Whoa, I have audio coming out of everywhere. And I just want to thank Gotham Roasters for the coffee. Cheers. Cheers. Boom, what'd you get?
1: I got black coffee. Yeah, I'm always on the black extra coffee. Extra ice.
0: What's with the extra ice? Explain the extra ice.
1: It just, I like ice. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> you, the more the better. All right. I mean, I, I, I'm, I don't like it to get too watered down, so I watch the ice, but I also drink it fast, so it doesn't matter anymore. Ah. But Gotham Roasters, we like you guys. They're one block north of Adorama. Like, you could physically go through the block, you'd hit it. And my personal recommendation, check out the babka, cinnamon or chocolate. Um, I, I, it's like my Sophie's Choice every day. I don't know, are do you a do you know babka kind of girl? You're not a pastry chick. Nah. No. I get it. I
1: mean, I like sweets, but not, not for breakfast.
0: All right, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> All right, cool guys. So if you guys want, while we're chatting, you can check out Kesha's work right there on her Instagram, right here. And if you didn't know, Kesha is one an awesome wedding photographer, a portrait photographer. You do a lot for brands, lifestyleish kind of stuff. Um, but the but aside from being a Sony artisan, you're also a lawyer, which I think is like the coolest add-on to our <laughs> our what we have to do here.
1: Yeah. It's, it's an interesting path that brought me here. But yeah. Uh, and interesting that I've met other people that are lawyer photographers. We are a rare breed, but we're out We're out here.
0: But I think it's significant. I mean, look, if you're trying to make a living at this, you've got contracts, legalities, copyright. You And I think the biggest one is people skills, right? Because mm-hmm. you're constantly conversing with people. You're constantly in debate situations. You're trying to figure out ways to kind of get where you need to go with somebody Mm -hmm. when you got a bride that's losing her mind i'm pretty sure you've got you've got it set yeah
1: so i I, and that's one of the things i say about being my my law background and running a business that like the greatest thing that it has done for me is not necessarily bring it in
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah it's not so yes it serves me well in terms of like having my house in order but one of the best things that it's done for me is like Everything that falls under soft skills, like relationship management, dispute resolution, like reading the room, those kind of skills are are just super important when you're working with people where the uh, where the work is tied to emotion and and working with people who have poured a lot into their plans and, you know, they have a lot of like emotional tie to the work.
0: That's exactly what it is. is They've been waiting for this day for like a lifetime. Sometimes it's their. I look at weddings as their 15 minutes of fame. Like it's all their friends. All if look at us, we're center stage, right? And I'm just showing some of your work while we talk.
1: (laughs) For, 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 for some, it's interesting. I, I appreciate, so I, I do a lot of large multicultural weddings, but I also do my fair share of people, weddings where people are just showing up and getting married they have the simplest of plans.
0: <laughs> look at how awesome her face, look at this. this is
1: like how that was is one of the grander weddings. Um, yeah, I think definitely uh, it's a weddings are a, a, a chance for people to kind of show, express themselves creatively in the way they plan out their day and the experience they create for their guests. Uh, and for some people it's just like they look at it in much simpler, terms like what they care about boils down to you know we're starting our lives together we just want to get married but we want it to be be pretty
0: (laughs) yeah but they also want to document it right i feel like that's the biggest stress they have as far as our side of things go Mm -hmm. is i only got one shot at every moment yeah and i better pick the right photographer and i think you have a pedigree of work that shows like what you can deliver and i think uh It kind of puts a little stress on us also like oh you want that again i got lucky or like you know
1: know? (laughs) well i mean there's a human element to it this is not like we're not machines it's not copy and paste right yes i have a certain skill set i have like a way i see a scene i have tons of experience but i'm a human being so like there's no such thing as like copy and paste like i could have had or i could be having a rough time you know like or, you know, the circumstances of the day, every wedding, you're dealt a different deck of cards. I look at it. You know, the, the those factors, those variables play into the outcome. Um, and a lot of things that people don't understand, too, is they'll look at your portfolio. And, you know, what's in my portfolio, yes, is attributed to my talent and how I see the world and all that wonderful stuff. But it's also attributed to the collaborative effort behind it. Like, right it's also, you know, attributed to clients that say yes when i ask them, you know, that that are down to create together. It's, you know, how, you know, one of them, one of my things like that often gets overlooked is like people choose they they don't put a lot of importance in certain parts of the day, so they'll like getting ready prep space, for example. They'll like choose a loca uh like a hotel that isn't the best or something like that. Oh, interesting. And it's like Because they're placing importance rightfully on their ceremony and reception. But then, you know, like when you're not thinking with when you're not choosing like your location and planning out the details of your day with the aesthetic that you want in mind, you don't get the outcome that you want.
0: Right. And they also don't a lot most of the time they're not going to have an eye for what you're trying to get as an end result right and they're just kind of trusting you for it but mm-hmm. then you're like cool you gave me all this junk when I needed <laughs> this amazing stuff to work with but right. I, odds are um, you get to a place I feel as a wedding photographer that you get hired by clientele that you, you know you raise you keep going up and up and up you get these yeah. bigger weddings and they go to amazing places and. Some of these places are just fish and barrel, like gorgeous, mm-hmm. like you
1: absolutely slow pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Um, I think though that's one of the things I love about being a wedding photographer is that I've learned so much being a wedding photographer. I it's taken a lot of fear out of unfamiliar circumstances. It's taken a lot of fear out of troubleshooting things because when it comes to running into problems, I've run into quite a few. Oh yeah, and you have to think on your feet, and you ha- and you learn in the process a lot. So and I think it's also very I take it as a personal challenge if if I'm working an event or a wedding that does not have ideal is not, you know, the prettiest venue yeah. Or, yeah. you know, it's cool that how can I make this look fantastic? Like it's a, per, a you know, personal challenge to find ways to push your creativity, to push your eye so
0: And then you keep that In your back pocket For like You know I was in a place Like this before mm-hmm. The wood was this color The light wasn't coming In through that window What did I do that time And you start That's you what start, you start Building right yeah. But I, I, I always wondered And also I, uh, I'm not a waiting photographer I shot two weddings In my whole life I'll never <laughs> do it again Traded one wedding for my chess piece. That's
1: not the first time I've heard that. Oh, no, that's not my
0: thing. You know, I don't connect to it, but I do look at wedding photographers as a glamour press photographer. You're trying to glamorize and cover an event and get what happened, but in the most beautiful way. In a beautiful, you know. But you're still trying to get the truth of the on, Like what, you know, they really do like each other. It's not just for the money. Right. You know, so I feel like you're you're tuning into their emotions, their Mm headspace. You're trying to give them what you think they want to remember about it. But I got to ask you, because I think we're in a different era. And we're in this world where Instagram shows all these weddings that seem almost impossible, almost like an impossible beauty standard. Mm-hmm. And then they're showing these, like, that did not happen. Those seagulls are put in in Photoshop. That, mm-hmm. that tidal wave against the, the lighthouse didn't exist. Her dress wasn't that long. Right. Do you get these brides and grooms that are like, we want this fairy tale that never happened. And do you try to rein it in at all? So... <laughs> is gonna be good. Really All right. Process that. It's a good one, right? No, no, that
1: is a great question. So, yes, there's a lot of perfection, and you know, and I play into some of that perfection too. Even though I don't look at my portfolio and think that I present perfection necessarily, yeah. but I believe on the photographer end, we, when you're trying to attract a client you're trying to attract the right people to you. You show the work that you think will speak to them, and. You show the, the work that will excite them, and then in turn, people are looking at it and creating expectations around it, right? So, yes, I get some interesting re- – I've, I've received some interesting requests, but I receive less and less of them. Okay. <laughs> um, and, uh, and I'm very intentional about that. Um, I think I'm very big on – I'm very big on open conversation, getting a window into people's heads, and making sure we – they making sure I effectively communicate um, all the things that, you know, that that are possible. So I'm very big on creating a space where people feel like we're going to um, do something that is all yours mm-hmm. versus trying to create this. Um, this trying to this i this ideal that you've seen in, you know, we're going to create your own ideal because I, I you knew there are definitely. You see it all the time. You see it all, like there was one there's one in particular I remember. There was this viral wedding that was like kept everybody kept sharing it and it was like a winter or I think I don't know if it was winter but it's like this white beautiful wedding on a train. You I don't know, you might have even seen it. It was so viral. You might not have cuz you're not in the wedding world.
0: Yeah, I get but, a lot of horror <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I get a you lot, maybe you did. A
1: lot of... it. But if you're like an, if you're anywhere in the wedding space, you saw this wedding, air quote circulating and the thing is that it was ai
0: whoa okay. it was
1: not a real wedding and a lot of that has is you know like it was this perfect design now so there's a lot of skewed expectations that can be built around that i had people who dm'd me and shared it and said oh my god this is beautiful when do something like this and i'm like it's not real it's <laughs> fake it's, it's fake real. um but so there is that it's getting really tricky out there these days um And I think that's where relationship management, communication, you know, so, you know, really effectively communicating what you do. Right. Like, I strongly encourage people to look at my work or if they're working with an associate from my team to look at their work. Right. Um because that is what you're signing up
0: for (laughs) that's your expectations but they're also hiring you too right yeah you're you're a guest there your demeanor Mm -hmm. do they want to do they want to work with you for the entire day are you going to make them feel like they want to be shot that's a big part of it i don't think a lot of people realize that either. you want
1: me in your space (laughs) right
0: and it's just like portrait photography like you got to connect a little bit to get that extra out of them i think it's the same thing with weddings and i i think um you know brides have an idea but really don't know what they want most of the time they just mm-hmm. say like this was amazing and that was amazing and then you got to show them the stuff you've done so that they can land somewhere yeah you know
1: i believe there's a lot we're overstimulated when it comes to inspiration oh content oh, over oh. and so like <laughs> so don't <just> inspire <laughs> me anymore i'm done i'm enough stop with all the inspiration no okay. we, i love the inspiration but um i think it's you know it's very important for, for people to... to For photographers to be able to sift through that. Right. Um,
0: Keep expectations real. Right. Yeah. But
1: also, like, you know, you'll have someone pulling something from, you know, from this photographer and from that. And they're putting it all on one Pinterest board. And none of it is cohesive.
0: It's different points of views, different, different styles. Different
1: styles, different lighting color styles. Color grades. Different colors. Oh. All, all of that. And it's like you're trying to get a window into what they like and they like a little bit of everything yeah. and it's like let's rate, let's figure out what you what you like what you want let's let's narrow this down because these are all pretty these are all beautiful these are all stunning but they're very distinctively different
0: well for that in my head what I, if I was doing this I'd be like well let me get second shooters that have a totally different style than mine just so they have options of a different point of view but then you might go well no this is a team effort to deliver one vision so which way would you go on that?
1: So I'm very big on the end product being cohesive and tying into one vision. So okay. I wouldn't so and, and when I say that, one of the expectations of my second photographer, one of the things I tell my second photographers is that you're not on the hook. I'm on the hook. Right, right, right. I really want you to go play. I want you to push yourself. I want to, I don't want you to be over my shoulder.
0: You got I, it covered. I need the extra.
1: I need I need the I need you to be in the cut like you know, (laughs) that you know definitely i feel like a second photographer's role is twofold insurance on important things so they get a second perspective of it but really you're there to just push and create yeah yeah um but i at you know so even with that though i don't i wouldn't for example want someone who has like a very i don't know what do you call it like uh Soft and whimsical style to necessarily blend in with my punchy high contrast. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. None of that. None of that. None of that airy stuff here. No,
1: nah. no, no. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, no. It's a, I'm, I'm not. I'm not no, no, no.
0: no, but styles are styles. There is styles no right are, answer.
1: There's. So I mean, and I always, I always say that my style is very Gemini-ish. It's adaptable.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> because
1: in that, in that, it 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 ebbs and flows like what lighting or. I may choose to set, you know, what light. Whether I choose to use the the, the light in the space or add and create it light, right. or how I'll compose an image, definitely is inspiration driven. But it's still going to ring true to the look. I still want the end look, even though I'm adaptable, to look like my work.
0: Yeah, you want You want to be psyched on what you created. It's it's got to be it's your voice be a little bit. Your, your it's got You've got to view.
1: be consistent with.
0: Because one of the things I deal with in the commercial makeup world is someone comes to me, with a let's say they want to make a portfolio, they drop down a book or, or an iPad in these days, and they show me all these images they want to create. And I'm like, none of these are real images. They're CGI'd or they're overly retouched to a point where the makeup doesn't even matter. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact, a lot of the wedding photography you see out there is like a curated model that happened to have been more of a production for those shots rather than a wedding. How often do you get those as references? Like this isn't even a wedding. These are two models that just met that day, and there's yeah. a catering table on the left that you don't see. Uh-huh. And you know, is that something you got to kind of rein in a little bit and kind of? So
1: I don't have to rein it in. Okay. Uh, so I, I I don't think so. I think the people who present that work, if they're using that work to sell their work, right, they have to just make sure that they can live up to what they're showing. Okay. Um, but for me, you know, I think if someone wants to pull inspiration and say, hey, you know, and, you know, this is what I like. This is, you know, or typically I don't get a lot of that. A lot of people are coming to me because they pulled in, They, I'm the Pinterest board, right? right. Like yeah, they, yeah, yeah. You know, so, and if I'm not, that usually, you know, that usually is kind of an indication that they probably should be looking to book the person that is heavily or the people who fit the style that is heavily right. reflected in, on their board. But um, I think when people... Do the you know these style shoots um, where it's like models and not a real couple, or even these days, I see um, again like a lot of um, AI yeah. inspiration that looks kind of convincing in many instances. It's up to the person that's presenting that to be able to, you know, be able to live up to what they're showing, yeah. you know, because they're very different set of circumstances when you have a controlled environment when you're doing what is essentially a photo shoot versus right. real life event event yeah. like you do not have perfect conditions in a real life event we are sometimes i I I look at like a set of photos and I'm like I got all of those photos I did all of those photos in like 2 minutes like that's not what you get when you do a style shoot you no. have all the time in the world
0: well they're also focused on the technique there and i think some of those successful wedding photographers in my opinion have been the ones that are like which is the weird uncle? Which is the cousin mm-hmm. that only shows up to this event and they want to make sure they see them? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, who's really important? And they get to know the key figures and they hawk oh, yeah. them and they really understand the emotional connection because in the end, that's what the event is. That's
1: what it's about, yeah. It, it's
0: not. The, you can have the giant grand ballroom and the giant dress and it's all down those stairs. Great. You lived that moment for three seconds. Don't you want to see how weirdly drunk that cousin got that you hate, but you kind of thought he was funny that night? Don't you want to remember that in 20 years? So
1: this is one of my things that I'm just like, it's so fascinating to me. When you're a photographer trying to market yourself, the thing that is going to pull people in, nine times out of 10 are those pretty pictures, right? Those perfect, like the portrait. It's an ad, yeah. Yeah. Um, But the things that people care about, the things that people choose, the wedding album is what tells me a lot. It'll be these things that, you know, these moments, the messier moments make it into the album. Like, you know, messy meaning like, you know, somebody crying, ugly crying or somebody doing a split on a dance floor. Somebody's grandpa (laughs) doing a split. You know, those are the things that people get printed.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And
1: yet it's weirdly it's not the thing that if I were honestly, if I were. I I should, you know, I should do a test. <laughs> but if I when I if I were to post that kind of content or should, you know, write about it, blog about it, show that kind of content, I don't I think that would speak more to maybe other photographers and I that's don't know no necessarily that it would speak to Don't you the think couples it, oh. or to the bride, I should say to the bride.
0: Okay, but don't you think that's more about how it's conversed, right? Like you get the beautiful, but this is like a series. If you actually like called it a certain thing like mm-hmm. the B sides of the wedding or the deep cuts of a wedding yeah. and, you, and you put those out every right now and then they're gonna be like you know what I appreciate that you were looking for those yeah because those are the moments you really you really that's are, what
1: people you, that's what it's about that's the whole point um, I'm uh, the space I'm in though I think there a lot of importance is placed on the visuals which it you know like um, by visuals I mean like the you know less on those real moments and more on those, wow, this is a really beautifully styled right. pose. Even, you know, this was a, you know, like a lot of the more scripted things are what people will look and judge whether, but I've had, you know, I've gotten the the get best, the most beautiful feedback I get from a client that I've worked with is when they look at their wedding photos and they're like, I'm reliving my day. Or, right. you know, when they say, I didn't even know that happened. Yes. And that feels good to hear and that's what makes them happy and that's what gets them telling other people or even strong-arming other people to book me because they're like, I'm going to cherish these photos.
0: No, we just came back from imaging, which is a conference, a big big conference. You were part of it for a while. Mm and this, this one woman actually said to me, she was like, one of the reasons I actually got into photography was because I hated my wedding photos when I initially loved my wedding photos. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I was so, like, sucked into this. I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, I got the fantasy. I got the fairy tale. I got the thing I aspired to think I wanted. Uh-huh. But I don't remember that. I don't remember that sky looking like that. I don't remember this looking like that. And I said wow, that's the first time I think I've ever heard someone regret the fantasy end of it instead of striving for it. And so she was like, well, now I wanted to try and see if I could shoot the way I want. And then she just got hired. Mm-hmm. She got hired for weddings and wasn't even doing weddings. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really interesting that you, in the end, you have to connect with the people that are shooting for you for yes, whatever you're doing. So
1: much. So important. Um, I'm very big on... I'm nosy. <laughs> so, I'm very like I'm nosy, not at stalker level nosy, but I'm nosy.
0: Your lawyer um, level nosy. Yes. Yeah.
1: So, I love to find out lots of lots of um things about our the couples that I'm working with, and then on the wedding day, I'm super observant, and I'm I'm very like aware of those little nuances, um relationship dynamics. I'm looking for them yes, on the day. That. Like so important who like who is the you know who are the the, who's the matriarch of the family might not be the mother or Mm. or mother of the bride or groom it might be this auntie from somewhere else or like you know who's the who's the clown and or who's this you know who traveled from wherever else to get there and or what little item is so super you know these little trinkets there's so many layers of things happening on the wedding day between not only just the things but the people and so it's that that being your observation skills are super important to kick your work up a notch absolutely those are the things that the nuances that you know kind of bring level up your work
0: i think yeah photographers have gotten a little bit away from observing Mm -hmm. and gotten into this throwing their ego into images and when i say that i mean like look at this amazing lighting i did yeah but it's her photo Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. the bride's photo like Let's get, what is she looking for? Oh, did you miss the brooch that her dead grandmother gave her that she hasn't said a word to? And like, these are the things you kind of got to tune into. And I think you, uh, first of all, how do you manage all those stories, right? If you're doing multiple weddings in a season and you're like, oh no, this was the grandmother one and that's the cousin (laughs) one. Like, how do you, do you you get uh, like tripped up at all with any of that? Do you connect to them? Do you stay in touch with them?
1: I definitely stay in touch with a lot of our, a lot of our couples um, definitely interact with our couples a lot. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I, I I think some might say weddings are personal. <laughs> so they are personal. Very, but they're also mo- public, yes. right? Like, they
0: want to yeah. show it, you know? Yeah,
1: they do want to show it. Now, mind you, not everyone. I do have a, a – probably could count on my two hands how many, but I do have couples that are very, very private. There are some – and I respect that, too. Like, I yeah. – you know, this – because that's what – this is not about – You know they they chose me and they entrusted me and they they don't want to be in the limelight. I I respect that, Um, but I think you know it's 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 important to have that like a relationship because of that personal component, and it can get kind of fuzzy when you're you're still a business transaction. So you do want to you do want to set healthy boundaries around the transaction component, Um, but in order for the outcome to be. You know, spectacular, you, you need to pour a lot of your person into
0: producing the work. Oh, yeah. This is a relationships industry. No matter what you shoot, yeah. it's relationships. Oh, yeah. Even if you're shooting still life tabletop which you end up having to do anyway. Yeah,
1: I so uh, do flat lays. Yeah, and
0: all that stuff. stuff. But <laughs> in the end, you people have to want to work with you and have to say to someone, actually, they gave me a great experience, not just a great result. Mm-hmm. I mean, portrait photography is 100% like that because you're oh, yeah. taking someone's vulnerability most of the time. And there's definitely portraits I've shot that will never see the light of day, but they <laughs> wanted to show their their burn scars from something yeah. they endured or um i've done a lot of images for a double mastectomy mm-hmm. that will never go that. anywhere but yeah. that person they're but
1: documenting something they needed to significant yeah. and yeah, yeah. It's and highly personal. i'll
0: tell you my mother my, my sister went through that and i regret every day not getting that shot from my sister every mm-hmm. single day so don't don't underestimate relationships and what you can bring to it with a camera. And it, sometimes it's business transaction, but sometimes you just shoot, guys. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff going on in this chat, and somebody yeah. actually said the one behind you is taking a lot of notes. Thank you for coming through. We appreciate it. You, you know, you guys are allowed to come to these, and you guys are allowed to ask questions, so let us know in the chat if you have anything you want to ask Kesha uh, or want to talk about anything as, as far as where we're at in this industry, which we were actually talking about AI because I feel like that creeps into everything, right? Yeah. But I, I And you actually said uh, you were thinking that when people say, "Hey, your camera takes great photos," one day, one day
1: it will literally be literally be true. One day.
0: <laughs> yeah, but man, we, what we, if-
1: we get so offended. You know, that's the, if you want to send a, a photographer into the red, just say your camera <laughs> takes good pictures. But like, which- I just give my camera. <laughs> yeah. I go. I, I said go. Yeah, go for it. Go. Since the camera does all the work. Yeah. No, but like these advancements in technology are getting, and and it and in AI in particular, and how they're being married into the the gear that we yes. use. Yes. And even into our workflow, it's exciting in some respects. And it's like, you know, what can you do? You have, you know, it's here.
0: <laughs> well, you're going to get to a point where brides are going to be like, well, they got their photos by the end of the day because AI retouched them yeah. and sent me a Dropbox. And I think that's going to be the first hurdle is keeping up with someone that can deliver faster. Mm-hmm. But then we're going to deal with, I don't know, copyright. Someone taking our images. They're yeah. scraping the Internet. Uh, PPA is in Congress right now fighting for our copyrights because you'll find watermarks mm-hmm. in those images when they're done with them. Right. You know, so what kind of law did you practice?
1: So um, I have did a little bit of real estate, antitrust litigation. My last job before I went full-time in photography was actually in compliance, so working at an investment bank okay. in- in-house.
0: So do you feel like you have a bit of an edge on understanding this whole situation we're in right now? Because I think a lot of photographers are too creative to even think about.
1: So... Um, I feel like it's on a, a lot of people's radars. And, I, I, you know, I see the camp split. I see some photographers that are fully um, embracing it. They don't fear it. They're using it. Right. Um, and then I see some that are very, 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 very concerned, and rightfully so. I'm somewhere, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm of the belief that when things advance in tech, Space when these things happen in the industry, these shifts, you you have to find a way to um, function with. You have to find a way to move with the advancements, right? Because your it's so you know it's so it's so widely used and it's expanding and growing that it's it's really not going anywhere. And so we're going to have to That's find it. ways to evolve.
0: Assimilate really,
1: yeah,
0: and yeah, I, th- I mean, look, I was. And when I say, every time I go live, I tell you guys, I was raised by well, I was raised by four by five film photographers <laughs> and hardcore studio guys that shot film and stuff like that. And I watched a lot of these guys become irrelevant slowly because they didn't do something as stupid as learn video that people needed for a few clips Mm -hmm. and they wonder why they're not getting work and then they sell their gear and try to figure something else out. If you don't realize that you have to find out where you optimize that technology for what you're doing, Mm -hmm. you are going to find a day where you're not as relevant to a wider audience and you've got to find that smaller audience that's still looking for you to deliver. If you're okay with that, that's fine. But to fight technology, is tough. What we have to do is guide it in the right way because it's a bullet. Once it's fired and it's out there, we, we got to watch it, but we got to find out where we're aiming it. We have mm-hmm. to figure out where AI is going to go for our industry so that we stay human. I mean, look at this. I got kids coming here. Today. I guarantee there's an NYU kid back there trying to buy a film camera because mm-hmm. they're just trying to find an honest image again. Right. You know, it's that's how crazy we've gotten. So in the chat, do you guys fear AI or using AI? I think a lot of people are looking as a retouch right now.
1: Yeah, uh, using it for workflow, like retouching and editing it, that's where a lot of people are with it. I I, I think... Um, oh, and by the way, I saw a comment that there may have been a, some questions up above or yeah, something well, like that. Yeah. I don't know if we... But... Um,
0: no, it, it's... It, we're in a crazy gray area right? and fast this is yes. probably the fastest transition on things i think we've ever seen mm-hmm. this is like a few months ago they were talking about it, like ai is coming by the way you're all gonna lose your jobs now like right. what what just happened oh that's
1: what i wanted to i think real real events and real moments are are safe that is one thing that hi kesha have you ever had someone something shoot and you can't
0: is there ever did anyone ever request something to shoot that you felt you can't like if for a wedding, I'm sure. Oh, for a wedding. Yeah.
1: Um, I can't think of a recent incident, but I'm. I, my answer would be yes because I think one thing about. <laughs> You're Okay, you want me to get your apple box? I'm, I'm a squirmy person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel short. You want me? I'll give
0: you a box to put your feet on. <laughs> no, okay, right. I'm
1: okay. Yeah, my feet are swinging down. <laughs> it's it's like a jungle
0: gym down here, I guess. It's like nuts. <laughs> She's playing hopscotch. <Hobbit.
1: laughs> I'm short. <laughs> it's like- um, so yeah so the short answer to that is yes, that has happened. Um, that's one of the things I like about weddings is that I get put into, you know, very early on, I've gotten put into circumstances where I'm encountering something new. Um, so in terms of like a challenge, my big thing is always setting expectations around things. I'm not unwilling to push myself, but I'm also very, very honest and very, very, um, good about managing expectations. I'm okay. You know, I I like to under promise and over deliver.
0: (laughs) That's the key. It really is. Like
1: if if I'm somebody asks me to do something, I'm be like, hey, I'm willing to. I've never done it before. (laughs) Um,
0: But give it a shot. And if they trust you enough, they'll give you a little bit more like time and patience to get there. And nowadays, you can show them what you're doing as you're doing it, so Mm -hmm. they kind of get an idea of what you're chasing a little bit, as opposed Mm -hmm. to like you'll find out in two weeks. (laughs) You know, it's like right.
1: I actually had something like that come up recently with a maternity session where is uh, the mom to be wanted to do to so experiment with shoot shooting through different fabrics and stuff like that. Okay. And that's not something I really do a lot of. And, and yeah, you just, I just put one up. Um, but I thought it would be fun to, you know, to do. <laughs> like that. And she, you know, she showed me some like examples of like the aesthetic and I'm like, you know, she, she said, this is just my experimental thing that I want to do. And it was very deviated from all the other stuff that she wanted to do. And I felt, cool, you know, fairly OK in in going there with her, even though it deviated from like stuff that I would normally do in my portfolio. Took mm. it. So and we had fun and, you know, but it was just about communicating. Yeah, I don't really do this, but let's go for it.
0: Let's try. I'm, yeah. If I go down, you go down. We're yeah. into this, right? I mean, the way I do my shots is like I give them exactly what they're expecting from me. I, my, I prioritize speed on my sets. So I give them the shot they want. I give them a second shot that I know is different that I definitely can pull off. And mm-hmm. then if I got 10 more minutes, I'll be like, cool. Let's throw something against the wall because that might be my second shot the right. next time we do something. Right. You know? And let's you can only one, know until you try it. Yeah. You know?
1: And that's how you, you know for next time.
0: The um, the one thing I did want to ask you about AI is because uh, I know you kind of do a lot with Adobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you feel about being part of the initiative to lend your images for their AI? Because you know how you they're actually asking us, the, and it's like the moral way of doing this.
1: Yeah, I think that's ethical way of going about it, and I I'm I'm not mad at it. <laughs> okay,
0: would you would you go for it? It's tough, right?
1: Mm. My answer in this moment is probably no.
0: Okay. Well, the images that a lot of your images are for the people you shoot, right?
1: Yeah, there's a very highly, I mean, I do some still life as a part of weddings also. But I think a big part of my portfolio is very, very much connected to personal things. Yeah. And um, so like even, you know, one of the things that I, you know, I I, I wouldn't necessarily use a, couple's um, photos commercially without their blessing oh you know, yeah you things. can't you, like you, you no, can't no so you can't you, you need them to so it's like and it's just a, an interesting conversation to have um, because who knows where what what combinations and components of these very personal pictures how they will end up so that's why in this moment I feel like I'm inclined to but I do think they're going about it the ethical
0: way. Yeah, I actually was like, you know what, that's that's pretty chill. Like, at least you understand the creatives that are using your product mm-hmm. would not be cool with you doing this mm-hmm. any other way. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, a pre- it's interesting where we're going to go. It's going to happen really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, on a funner note, she was telling me that she shoots a lot with her husband on these weddings. Yes. And I really was into this thing in this conversation because she, she's, you know, she's like here and he's like here and you got he's, two different perspectives he's going got on.
1: Like a good, what he's six, five. So he's like six, five. Yeah. So he's got like, oh, he's a foot and two inches taller than me or foot in it. He's, he's, he's much taller.
0: Is he like a lifeguard? You're like radius. You're <laughs> like, Kesh, you get to the far left. There's something happening. Um,
1: <laughs> we have a very distinct difference in height and it, it, and and it's sh- our perspectives. I think it shows in the when we when we shoot together, like when we do a wedding together, you can I can see the ones that are the tall person perspective. <laughs> <laughs> and I was telling Seth that what, like, like a drone. <laughs> <he's> like, <laughs> right. Exactly. Like drone. Aerial view. Yeah. <laughs> um, One of the things I would tell him is, like, you know, when he he started shooting with me, one of my main requests was, like, shift your perspective. Bring that perspective down.
0: Meet me in the middle, man. Meet meet me somewhere (laughs)
1: else. No, because, you know, it's like, that's one of the things that at my stature I'm very aware of. You'll find me um, often standing on things or getting low. Yeah, yeah, yeah um on my tippy toes sometimes oh no i've seen <laughs> your workshops i've seen you
0: go for it and I, i've also I'm seen your workshops go over the crowd of people that you were shooting to be like like
1: <laughs> yes yes so you know i'm high, i'm aware that i don't like i like my perspective but i'm aware that you know my vantage point but i i'm also aware that i need to shift it because um, it's very comfortable to like just stay inside of your your vantage, pov yeah yeah
0: mm-hmm. No, I think it's pretty interesting because I, I whenever I look at a team of drivers, I hope that they're kind of varied but come to the same point. Mm-hmm. So you get all the advantages, but you still get what you want, which is right. a cohesive end result, which is super funny. Uh talking about uh all the education stuff, because you're on workshop like that, we were just talking about this like hands-on versus demo style, and yeah. I think we're on like
1: we're we're different. Little, yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> yeah, I, I just you're 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 incredible that you can multi multi I call it multitasking. I, I, whenever I'm doing a demo, it's very hard for me to, or whenever I'm shooting in general. Right. So even if I'm doing a demo, it's hard for me to, like, talk through process while shooting. I have to talk, then shoot, then talk. no oh. And you can... Talk through what you're doing as you're doing it. I'm from
0: Brooklyn. That's all we do. (laughs) I mean, the the hardest part is I can't talk with my hands while I'm shooting. That's the and then I'm like, you need to be able to do that. It's what it is. But I think I I I, I, because I've watched you shoot and I um for the, we what we do the Sony create was it no A7R5 release yes yeah and you were way more about the curation. Than like hardcore technicals, and I think people really appreciated that. You're like this chair, this look. Mm-hmm. I want this look. You just kept going like you want. Th- you were going for this look, and that wasn't so technical. But you were you were explaining a part that I don't think people understand. That yes, exposure, great, cool, soft light here, great. But you're like no, this look, and I thought that was really interesting the way you were to conveying work it
1: that back from think about the look you want and then reverse reverse engineer
0: it. <laughs> but even gestures, you were just, yes, you were focusing yes. on a lot of things that I think. Because how many times have you done a, a, a workshop and they they don't even converse with the people? They're just shooting going like this to you, like 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 a like a cat that caught a mouse, like. <laughs> and, and you're like, no no no, talk to them, tell them what you're looking for. I thought it was really interesting. That's to watch your
1: work. where a lot of so. Nuanced magic comes to life, right? So, being one of the, I think one of my superpowers when it comes to working with people is that observing and being able to offer direction about those nuances. Maybe it's the, in in the way they should be glanced, or the bend of their wrist, or the bend of their the fingertips. way they glance. Yeah. So I'm very like a, like when it comes to body language, expression, mm-hmm. things that I wanted you know wanted to a lot of things that look like a you know look real and they are real they do have some some direction and curation, and, uh, to, it. curation yeah. to it. And I think one of my superpowers is being able to bring that out of people in a way that is, like, very detailed. And so, yeah, that is one of the things that I, I'm maybe too, maybe too fixated on nah. sometimes. <laughs> no, that's your style. That's where you
0: get – you were yeah. looking for an end result. If you yeah. didn't have a vision, then you're overdoing it, right? But it, it, I think you – I think when you overdo something, it's when you don't have a clear goal and you're just constantly working it, hoping something works out. But if you have a clear idea result in your head and you're going, no, no, bend the fingertip a little bit like this. I'm a little bit like that too. I like it to be a little off. I like things to be a little... I mean, I just showed you the the mascara tear girl. (laughs) Like I want things to be tragic and they can't be too curated, but when... When you're, exp- it's really interesting when people are shooting while you're explaining this. Mm-hmm. You can see them going like, "Oh, I didn't think about it like that." Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm too stuck on. I need this bouquet or something. Mm-hmm, like. mm-hmm. They're they've, they're all the YouTube buzzwords, all the clicky yes. stuff. Yeah. But you're kind of going like, "Take a breath and look at her hands." I get it. Her face looks great. Look at her hands. I was very interesting watching you work like that. and a crowd of people too, because mm-hmm. you, you you were like <laughs> reaching over a crowd of people and all you see is this hat and this hair, and she's like. <laughs> Because I, I, that's how I spot you in a crowd is the hat. The hat. It's the hat. A big
1: hair, big hair. I was expecting a hat
0: today. I was going to have a whole repertoire on yeah. hat here. That, that wasn't going to happen there. I
1: didn't bring the, didn't but wear a hat. Brad much.
0: is right. Body language is key because no one's talking in an image. Yeah. That image is the language. That's so true. Yeah. Everything we put in a frame is a word and a sentence, and it's got to mm-hmm. make sense at the end because no one's reading your caption. Don't worry about it. You know? Body language, expression, and... um. Come on, Charles. You dropping stuff? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you guys don't know uh, Stealing our thunder over we'll here We'll get you on here one day We'll get you on here <laughs> one day Hi. Adorama community at work guys <laughs> So yeah. um, as far as industry goes Because we, we did the A7R5 release uh, How long have you been in the artisan program And what did you aim for that? Did it just happen? How'd you go for that?
1: So I, I, it's not something that I set out to do or be. Uh, they just
0: grabbed you by the hand and said, come with us. <laughs> <And then laughs> sort
1: of, no. So I've been in the program for four years and very proud to be a part of the Sony family. And I think my journey with Sony is a testimony to, you know, there are people who are working on your behalf sometimes that you're not even aware of, people noticing you that you're not aware of. Oh. So, I, you know, I, I honestly believe that me... Being in the artisan program is the result of, one, you know, like just doing the work, Put you know, doing the work, focusing on, def- you know, having your, you're doing your work and having the, you know, your defining style and also your, that people, there are people who are rooting for you and I, th- you know, it's the result of, honestly, I think people floating my names in spaces I wasn't aware of. Okay. So that's what got me here. Um. And, you know, it's been uh, so far a beautiful experience. It's a very uh, supportive community, very, you know, a lot of initiatives that are exciting. I love the gear. <laughs> yes, yeah, we all love the gear. We love I never, the gear. All gear is good gear. <laughs> <All> gear <it's, laughs> uh, t- so, yeah, you know, but that's that, how I got here. <laughs> no, I think
0: it's, all, it's a, one of the things I think people don't take for granted is people talking about you and what you're doing when you're not there mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is your impact right and uh that's one of the reasons i go to the trade shows so much cuz we do all these videos we throw them to avoid 20,000 views but you got like 40 comments well what happened to the other 20,000 people that watched right mm-hmm. and when they come back to you and they they quote something or uh, talk about an images shot that you forgot about and you're like, what? Right. That's when I think you really realize, you know what, maybe I'm not wasting my life. Right. <laughs> like, <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, Eric Bird. This guy comes to everything. here. Eric, are you coming by later? Because at 5pm we got Anya Auntie going live with uh, some editing right here at the space. So you guys welcome to come to that. A lot of Canon shooters in the, sp- in the uh Where are my the Sony
1: people? I saw Miguel up there.
0: <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, you just got to find what works for you. It's, it's not really <laughs> yeah. a brand thing. It's more about what interface jives with what the way you work and what image result like some different color tones different all sorts of stuff it's it's i think that's kind of the fun of the journey is also finding the equipment that speaks with you yes it can get expensive and get frustrating but mm-hmm. now you can go to a store get in your hand take some shots feel how the buttons are feel nothing's worse than a tool that makes you not want to do what you're trying to do mm-hmm. when it has when there's a camera that makes you want to pick it up and you don't even think about it and you're just doing what you want to do mm-hmm. oh oh yeah, especially on a wedding day. Forget it.
1: You want to You want to be able to create without having to be too caught up in the mechanics of what you're doing. Yeah. You want to be able to like I feel like that's where the focus should be is on being able to to create your work and you having the tools that make it possible. Right or make it, you know, efficient or, you know, ex- help you to execute what you want to execute.
0: Less of a divide from what you're trying to get. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen a lot of people in these chairs give up after a while because they just didn't have tools that were making sense of the way they think. Mm-hmm. And it's just really interesting to watch people like try something. And all of a sudden, two years later, they come back. Like, what happened? Like, well, right. you know, <laughs> this thing made right. things easier for me. There's
1: a lot of like imposition like there's a lot of people out there telling you what you should be using and what you should be doing and and so it's very easy to get caught up in that and it's not serving you so you need to really figure out what tools you need to create your work
0: yeah and uh, you know a lot of it is just noise because a lot of people aren't sure about opinions for themselves Mm -hmm. and they'll just absorb opinions that seem to be popular out there because Mm -hmm. it's just Every YouTube thumbnail saying the same thing. Well, then that's what I believe. It's right. like, no, no, no. Take a breath and find out for yourself. Uh, one of the things I want to touch on because we're like flying here trends mm-hmm. in weddings, right? Mm-hmm. Do you chase trends? Do you try to create your own trend? Mm -hmm. because i think that's the toughest part it's like or do you just do what you're going to do and if it becomes a trend you start telling people like i did it first i
1: (laughs) i don't i don't ever i don't think about trends and i don't claim trends even if i see something that you know i actually i can't even i couldn't even tell i don't so trends me thinking about them are not a part of my process okay i will say but the, the the clients that i serve they're very very much trends are very much on their radar but i think i i would Split it down the middle, I attract a lot of people who are similar mindset who are they're the trendsetters. Okay. Um, in that they're not thinking about trends, they're doing their thing. They right. they want to do their thing. And then I have people in the camp that are like, You did this, this, this wedding, or like this, this color is the it color, or doing these, you know, like recently it was like which I tr- which which was a trend that I liked. There was this recent trend where you know, table shots, which is the bane of my existence. <laughs> I, I don't love. They're important, but I don't, you know, like the couple. Send your bo- husband. Come
0: on, he can get overhead. <laughs> can get ho- no,
1: but I just feel like it pulls a couple away. It's important because these people came, people, the guests came to celebrate you, but they're going from table to table. It's very time consuming. So there was this trend where people were doing them. Um, you had You had until the length of a song. It was like a race. For them to get to as many tables as possible and they had to do any kind of kooky thing or fun thing or formal thing at each table but they had, they picked a song and by the time that song, the goal was to be at have gotten a picture with every table. So this thing Sounds
0: like Double Dare. Yeah, it was
1: fun so those kind of trends are cool but I think couples will come to you they're very aware and there's a lot of, you know, I split it down the middle, there's a lot of wanting to emulate the things that they see and sometimes it benefits me in that like, you know, if for example, there's something trending that my portfolio fits with. I'll benefit yeah. from it. Or it'll become a drag because I'm getting lots and lots of requests to do this specific thing. That's not really <laughs> if you're driving with, right?
0: Um, there's so, a lot of weird trends in wedding because it's mainly driven by people who don't shoot. Yeah. So they see things like, you like this? And you, know, you kind of got to understand where they're coming from. But
1: So, I mean, I'm of the mind that... Yes, I want to create, I want to do what I do, but also I am providing a service. So if a couple really wants something, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. For of course not. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do it. I won't show it. <laughs> you enjoy it.
0: Well, there's a question that chat from question. Eric, he's like, how do you get clients? Uh, I mean, I think this is, he asks this every time because he's really trying to get himself okay. out there. I love it. But you're talking to someone who's got a great client list. So let's, let's hear it. What's your sure. take?
1: Sure. So, this is gonna be a, a, probably a boring, possibly disappointing answer, or well, maybe very helpful, I don't know. But um, I think my, my biggest lead refer, in the, and, and in terms of having the highest close rate, so the people are, are, are relationship-driven referrals. So, and, this, and I'm talking authentic, real relationships. So, this is like other vendors that I've worked with, people who I know, Like if I've done, for example, a big lead source for me are like um, Greek weddings. So like my people, no, no, not your people. people? Greek, as in the sororities, and (laughs) not your people, as in uh, like AKA deltas. (laughs) (laughs) AKA like the like so so, the frat fraternities and and sororities. (laughs) So like you know when you have relationships with individual people, those connections, those are big. and they're the best quality leads. So people you, you, you have a, a connection with. And you can foster those kind of relationships. I could do a whole think piece on this, but those relationships, even if you don't have them, you can acquire them in a way that is a very quality relationship. But that's a conversation for another day. Okay. And then um, another uh, important kind of thing that I, you know, people find me through blind Google searches. Nice. And um, they also find me through social, so TikTok. Instagram or, but,
0: but they find you like by location based, like they're trying to find it on Google, like location wise.
1: So yes, yeah, so one of the things, and I would like to, who is it? He is the organizer behind a conference. I don't know if you remember Mystic Seminars. No. Okay, so he was. His name is Walter. His name is Walter. I don't know His how name he, was. <laughs> forgive me. He's still here. <laughs> I, I'm actually not in touch with anymore. But he's the one who recommended that I do this, and I think it's been very helpful for me, which is. Basically, tagging, creating hyperlinks to venue-specific venues, um, types of weddings, genres of weddings. Like, if you look at the bottom of my wedding website, I have ton of hyperlinks to blog posts. So, for example, if somebody's getting married at Chippiani's, they can click on the link and right. they'll see every wedding that, or well not every wedding, but see weddings that I've done at that venue. Nice. I, and so. I'm still blogging and okay. keywording and things like that. So I think I'm not an SEO queen at all. <laughs> um don't know a ton about it, but I spent a lot of time, you know, like um kind of working on my back end when it comes to blogging. And then I created those links, so that is I think why people find me through searches. Okay. Um and I do a lot of, you know, niche keywording and stuff like that. So what ends up happening, I will say my close rate is like when I say close rate, people who actually end up booking who find me that way is lower than the people who find me through relationships. I was just talking about this with a friend. People choose you with people work because of emotion, because of convenience, like, oh, you've done the wedding at this place, because of a sense of you're trustworthy. Oh, my 1800, my, you know, my cousin and my auntie and my coworker used you. So when it comes to weddings in particular, those relationships are the best quality Mm -hmm. leads because they're trusting you. They're giving you, big money for a future dated service and there's a lot of trust involved in that. So those are better. Like if somebody finds me that way, they're going to book.
0: Yeah. I think it's just tough when you're starting because they, they have to, you have to build those relationships to vouch for you. That's the toughest thing.
1: So you have to be patient with that process. There are other ways to get work. In the meantime, it definitely is like planting a seed that's going to be fruit years, you know, sometimes months later. But you have a network when you're starting. We all, we're we doing people work. You have people. Yeah, we I, all
0: have people. And and you kind of have to look at the peripheral. So I actually dated a girl who Happened. did a bunch of shots for restaurants, and they ended up booking weddings and referring her as mm-hmm. the photographer. Mm-hmm. Or she shot for a flower shop once, and it led to, like, years Mm -hmm. of just endless referrals. I was like, man, she's crushing it. I don't know where you are right now, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, you have to think a little outside of just this. What else exists to drive into this? When I shot for the makeup industry, I did a lot of product packaging stuff, which then led to other things, Mm -hmm. right? So you got to kind of think a peripheral to get into the core of things sometimes.
1: I think almost any like area of focus that you do in photography those relationships but especially in personal work but any area those relationships will get you a better uh, quality of like client referral yeah. and a uh, better and it's like it's a branch that's going to branch out you know because of that relationship tie and yes in the beginning you're going to have to be patient with the process yes. of growing growing it yeah
0: yeah it doesn't happen overnight and you know you also got to be out there opportunities are created by you mm-hmm. you know so if you're just cool with that dj at that wedding that you got that one wedding you booked they're gonna remember you get them that extra plate of dinner you right. know, like,
1: you know? Yeah. no seriously <laughs> i though, know i know seriously i get it like listen we remember you know i think people were even for me as a photographer with other vendors i know that like florists you know people who had their hands in the wedding they can't get portfolio work of the wedding they can't take pictures of their work that was a part of the wedding so one of the things that i do and i think a lot of photographers do is share photos with the vendors like you can pull photos relevant to those vendors they appreciate that those are little things little gestures that are easy that people like oh this photographer hooked me up like you know um but just little things like that i think or even just you know Yes, you're there for the couple. You're there for the client. But, you know, maybe I'll get a really cool vantage point of the, you know, the the favors or whatever because, you know, I know, you know, that vendor will appreciate it. Things, little things like that people really appreciate.
0: Yeah. And you got to remember a lot of things that we shoot are gone after that day. So having a doc, they don't want just their phone photos sometimes. You know, Mm -hmm. I think venues are constantly looking for every type of event that. Happen there so they that can they show say. an example oh, yeah. and that people can visualize and go, you know what, I could have my thing here, you know? So, oh
1: yeah. So, the, and that's the other thing. So, venues do request, they're aware, like they will request if they can share a photo on social and stuff like that. Give it to them. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. <laughs> it, a ton of people find me on a venue, like a venue's Instagram page. You oh, I'm know? sure.
0: You know, so. Oh, forget yeah. it. I I'm totally believe that. So, you know, just just look at the peripherals, what I, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, bef- before we jump out of here, I do want to talk about WPI because we're both going to be there. Yes. Uh, you forward. are doing a photo walk?
1: I am doing a photo walk. Uh, it's an engagement photo walk the editorial engagement so it's just going to be like storytelling beautiful approach to engagement portraits so i love doing stuff like that will get to see me do some of that those nuanced directing of body language and (laughs) facial expressions
0: yeah the photo walks are interesting i do my walks differently at wpi i i I walk them three whole inches and Uh i sit them down and i pull out a travel monitor i'm not kidding you and i just do a demo
1: oh i don't really
0: like photo walks and i'm gonna be you you guys can hate me i don't care
1: So you don't don't encourage people to shoot? No, because
0: I've watched photo walks where people spend an hour not knowing how it was set up, can't recreate it, get two shots for five minutes, and then stand around waiting, gawking, and then they Mm -hmm. go to somewhere else and do it another three minutes. And then they leave there, and you ask them what they got out of it, they go, maybe something from my Instagram? But if you give them a demo and go, now you've got the entire rest of this show to go shoot something, mm-hmm. you'll we'll see test some... test what you
1: just learned. I love that. I love that. I will say that when I do a photo walk, I tell people that taking pictures is optional. Like, I love the person who attends the photo walk and observes. That's smart. Um, and... I think it's important to come to, especially if the, because the walks get large. If they
0: well, that's if, okay. First of all, if you if see they, a 50-person walk, it's there's no for, way. Are you kidding me? Like, there's what are no you way. doing? Hang out. Don't don't Just try chill. to. Yeah, don't go and shoot. If you didn't sign up for that class, you are inhibiting everyone. Yeah. All right. I, I hate to be like this, but. Those WPI walks turn into, like, army ants everywhere. (laughs) And you're like, no one's getting anything out of this. And the model's like this. And they come back traumatized. (laughs) We got to give them a blanket, right? We're putting them in. (laughs) (laughs) I've
1: never done a photo walk for WPPI. Oh, really? No, I've done... platforms yeah like, platforms are I pla- like
0: platforms yeah
1: I've n- so this will be my first time doing a photo walk for WPPI I did not know they get beat I knew they were larger but they're just like
0: a <laughs> magnet they just like they're like that static electricity that people just, and oh, nice. like how did I just turn around there's 30 people there's 12 yeah. people on my list chill out if you're gonna do that try to be respectful of people who actually signed up for those walks yeah. um, but the demos I think people get way more out of them. you can answer correct questions directly and be like Oh, you're trying to do this? Well, let's go do it. And I right. just do it in front of them, and they go click, 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 and they get it, you know? I just did the demo at imaging, and, I, you know, you got 700 people staring at you. No one wants to shoot. They're absorbing. And then the next day I'm watching mascara girls everywhere, like people are trying really? to— Really? Yeah, it was really <laughs> cool watching <laughs> They're testing try.
1: out what they— Dude. That's because it's How part. can you—that goes back to, it, like, you, it's hard in that period of time that you have to, like, get to test— while you're learning. You know, oh yeah. And it, need more time.
0: At a trade show, if I see by the end of the trade show people shooting with pizza box reflectors, I know I made a difference <laughs> in this industry. So, But it really, um, you have to find the way you also learn. A lot of people want to sit and watch videos. Some people need to go do it while, they're be, while someone's next to them. So you have to find the format that works for you. And it also, same thing for us as instructors. Yeah. If a demo makes more sense to you than a walk, But I think sometimes you get a shot, someone shows to you and you can work with that one person. The problem is you got 50 people that show on the walk (laughs) at the same time. So it's it's tough. It's tough. But the shows, I think everybody that's trying to do this for real should at least go to something at least once and Mm -hmm. see what the community is.
1: Yes, it's an incredible experience. I remember I was not very much big into attending conferences way back when. like,
0: But now you're a rock star and people uh, are like, oh,
1: Not only go there, but I'm speaking at them. Yeah. But like WPPI was one of my first, like, big, it was probably my first big conference experience, like, big. And I went once, and I think this happens with a lot of photographers. You go once and you don't stop going. <laughs> you, you always, you want to come back. It's really incredible to, like, meet, you know, meet people that, are, like, you've only seen on the internet and to learn from people you admire or whose work you you know is inspira- inspires you and it's
0: Yeah, and you're not alone. Yeah. You get to actually cuz I think as photographers we get like this, we yes, get very isolated and you know you're throwing work out there like messages in a bottle hoping it'll go somewhere but only your mom hit like, right? So you got to figure out like what else is out there or just hearing different point of views instead of the same mm-hmm. three pieces of gear you see pushed constantly everybody using it or the same styles or you see it in front of your face mm-hmm. and you go, "Oh, it's not like that."
1: My what I appreciate most is like the business education component because that's one of the things that we want to learn. How you know, photographers we care about the the art and all that stuff, but you learn about things that you can apply to, like, make
0: money. <laughs> right, and, right, And which and, is my worst part of my game, honestly. <laughs> my whole career has been, what do you want to shoot? How much? Cool, um, I'm free. And that's my whole business model, which mm-hmm. I know I've lost a lot of money. I told you I've signed a lot of bad deals. Mm-hmm. I've lost a lot of rights to images just to get the rent that well, time. I'm
1: sure you're not alone. Some of the things I've seen people ask me to sign, I'm just like, wow.
0: Yeah, but you know what, what though? <laughs> you think that's how it goes. Yeah. You think, like, cool, I got through this one. What? I'm getting a dollar. Awesome. Yeah. Like, like you don't, a and I'm your, giving you everything, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, 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 signing yeah. over my <laughs> you don't. And yeah. sometimes you got to grow up and actually see how this is done by the reality of the industry. Also, it helps our industry be protected as far as people not getting over on us and mm-hmm. us being able to afford that next lens, that next camera to feed yourself, to retire, right? You know, insurance crazy idea, right? But you know, we have to protect this as a profession, as an industry, and as a community Mm -hmm. so without the community there is no industry just and you guys are this community you know um whoa you guys said a bunch of stuff uh i like to get set to get behind decks and teaching no i'm not doing decks um okay decks
1: you're not going to do
0: (laughs) i do not understand powerpoint it will never happen uh but listen i think you know part of the way people have to teach is the way it makes sense for them as well so they can relay it genuinely. Mm. If you put me behind a podium and a, and a PowerPoint, you're getting the worst version of myself mm. you will ever find. I can't show you a Google graph and stuff. No. Give me a camera. Let's get sweaty and figure out how we're going to get this shot.
1: It's lo- That's great that you know what your teaching style is and what you do. Where you- So do you. You you just said it. Are you kidding me?
0: I think <laughs> Self-aware. but for where. But I think you have a different you have a lot of aspects to it cuz you're you're also showing a business side and I think you also have um especially with the lawyer background you can actually help some photographers mm-hmm. like really gear them to protect themselves and mm-hmm. read contracts.
1: Gosh. Read them. Yep, read I those. I should show you some of these contracts. Venue. somebody mentioned um oh, model release but read those venue the wedding venues. They ask, they uh, send out some things for us, the vendors to sign.
0: I've come across some interesting ones. Really? Yeah. Like you can't share or something or
1: no, they just, own the rights Like you, No, no, like re, not, not only like, absol- you know, release liability kind of stuff oh, and, oh. Um, and um, things that like basically we shouldn't be signing because not just the the liabil- li- liability part is fine, but like when you're assuming responsibility for it. Things that don't fall under your umbrella. That's nuts. <laughs> that, you know, you got to just make sure you read <laughs> what oh. you sign. Because I think a lot of times people sign them in autopilot. Um,
0: just because just it's like they got a job. Right. Which is yeah, what happened to me over the years. Anyway. It happens, it happens. Oh, my God. Listen, guys, if you guys want, you can check out Kesha's work right there on Instagram. Go ahead, follow. She loves 10 tons of DMs and every question you ever think about, just <laughs> ask <answer> her. I DMs.
1: <laughs> I do. No, no, no. She's, I she's, chill. Like- she's chill.
0: She's <laughs> chill. But go ahead and follow. It's really beautiful work and you can stay up on what's going on in her world. And also, if you're going to be at WPI, we're both doing walks.
1: Yes. So you can sign I'm up doing for doing a him. workshop also. Oh, what, yep. what day? Um, on March 6th. So it's, um, it's centered around just one part of the wedding day the getting ready part so just going over like you know capturing real moments styled bridal rope shots and and details like uh doing detail shots so that I, that's one of my favorite parts of the wedding day so
0: that's important and i think a lot of people don't get that you usually get like the the same shot of the bride and groom going like this
1: yeah like, did,
0: did you guys learn how to do this yet? you can't the, be a wedding the photographer. forehead bump they have to share a thought telepathically <laughs> or they can't get married i want to know what like i always say like what's the divorce shot about? like are they ripping their minds apart <laughs> it's like days of future past like raw but oh, anyway guys um Later today at 5 p.m., uh, Anyanti's going to be here editing live, and that's going to be on the Adorama Events channel. If you're not following that channel, you're missing out. That's what happens in here. Adorama Events, right here on YouTube. Check out Kesha's work. Check us both out at WPPI. We'll be doing something else. We always pull you in at some point. I would if you're not busy. Uh, she's like, um, <laughs>
1: I always got time. Yeah, now she's chill. <laughs> and, uh,
0: you know. Keep up on this channel because we got a lot of stuff coming out all the time. If you're new here, go ahead and subscribe. Don't forget to like. She feeds her family on likes. So hit the <laughs> like button. <laughs> yes. the only way.
1: And these are teenagers, they, they, <laughs> they need lots of likes. They need so much validation. <laughs> Please
0: help my children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I can't thank you guys enough. And if you're new to this series, there's 15 episodes of this so far. So do yourself a favor and check the backlog of it. Thank but thank you, you so much thank for being you. part of this. I really, this I'm, was fun. Well, I don't think we've actually sat down for, like like, ever no like ever like really nope. but nope. it's cool anyway guys thank you so much for joining us we will see you on the next one what's oh next week's valentine's i should have you on valentine's but my missed val-
1: opportunity
0: my valentine's <laughs> gonna be david bergman we're gonna okay. we're gonna be uh valentine's can... i guess i don't know talking anyway. about
1: love <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: talking about nerd stuff guys thank you so much enjoy the rest Bye of your day everyone. we will thank see
1: you, you.